You're listening to Kakona Park Alliance Church. Feliz Navidad. I'm going to invite the ushers to come and receive our morning offering. Now, friends, if you're visiting today, don't feel obligated. This isn't a pay-for-service thing. But if this is part of your regular church family, we're really grateful for the investment you make in helping us live out the kingdom of Jesus in this part of Winnipeg. So, you know what to do. Let's pray. Lord, we're so grateful for this time of year. It's, it's hard and joyful at the same time. And I pray that as we celebrate together, you'll help us to be generous, keep our eye out for people who are in need or in lonely. We know what that's like ourselves. Help us to live out the gospel. And thank you for coming to be one of us, God with us at Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. So uh, as the ushers are continuing to uh, receive the offering, uh, I want to get started with um, what I'd like to talk to you about this morning, just briefly. Everyone is sending me um, family Christmas cards, family photos. Now, I love it. It's great. And uh, because I put them up in my office wall or they go up in our fridge at home, things like that. Uh, but I was thinking about births and birth announcements and... Um, I mean, I'm, you know me, I've been bragging about we've had three grandchildren born in the last 14 months or so, and uh, another one's coming later in 2024, so I'm just kind of in baby mode these days and, and birth announcements and celebrating. But I was thinking back when William and Kate had their three little kids, uh, George, Charlotte, and Louis, and now they're eight, they're 10, 8, and 5 years old right now. Anybody here who's 10? Any, any 10-year-olds here today? Cool. All right. Anybody who's eight? Any eight? Anybody who's eight years old today? Anybody who's five years old today? Oh, okay. All right. You and Louie were born in the same year. Um, my, when I was a kid, my mom liked to brag about what royalty was born in the same year, and doesn't mean anything to me anymore. But I was her prince, I guess. That's what she was trying to say. But when these kids were born, there was so much attention all over the world. People were betting on, you know, is it going to be a boy or a girl? What's the name going to be? And it was so much attention put on these three children when they were born. It was really over the top, as if people didn't have any other hobbies. But it was a big deal. And um, I was thinking about, as we're singing today, who knew about Jesus being born back in that first Christmas? Who knew about Jesus being born? Yeah, yeah. and his, well, let, let's start with the verb, like his mom and dad were obviously aware of that, yeah. And maybe whoever loaned them a place to stay that night, and maybe the neighbors heard, you know, some of the, birth, the birthing process that wouldn't be, uh, that would be understandable. And the shepherds, Funny thing about the shepherds, there were a bunch of nobodies working out in the fields, and no one took them seriously. But they came in, and they woke up the whole town. And I guess, I guess a few sheep heard about it too. But it wasn't, a big, it wasn't a big lot of hullabaloo or attention, right? And, and Pastor Tori said, ask the kids to be drawing a picture. Just a reminder, if you guys have time, draw me a picture, put your name on it. 
if you don't want to put it on your fridge at home, I'll put it on my fridge in my house because I'm always looking for free artwork. Um, and uh, think about what would it like for Jesus to be born in Canada? What would that look like? Um, one of my favorite Canadian artists, his name is um, William Karelic. He was born in Alberta, but actually grew up near Stonewall, Manitoba. And uh, Ukrainian heritage. Uh, when, his life story is, is fascinating. I don't have time to go into it now. But he was a very prolific artist. And one of the things he, um, one of his books is called A Northern Nativity. And in the beginning of that book, he says, thinking about the first Christmas, if it happened here as it happened there, if it happened now as it happened then, who would have seen the miracle? Who would have brought gifts? Who would have taken them in? And this book, The Northern Nativity, is fantastic. It's beautiful. I have a copy of it. I, man, if there's a book that should be on your bookshelves this Christmas, it's this one, because I love Canadian content. And Karelic has got several drawings and illustrations through the book. He wonders, huh, I wonder what would happen if um, Jesus had been born in um, a barn on the prairies close to a grain elevator. Here's a helpful hint. It's a little bit like Where's Waldo? When you're looking for the Holy Family, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, they all have these little, you know, golden beams emanating from their heads so you can find them in a crowd. But it's a, it's a great book. And it, in a couple of minutes, we're going to watch a video um, of his illustrations put to music. Um, what would it look like if he was out in the Maritimes in, in, in a little fisherman's, humble fisherman's shack? What would that would have looked like? Or if you've been out somewhere on, on a ranch in Alberta, um, what would that have looked like? Or maybe even up north uh, with the northern lights there in the background, what would it have looked like for Jesus, who was born to be one of us, if he had been born to be one of us in Canada. Um, my favorite scene in the whole book is this one. I don't know if you recognize the background, but Mary and the baby are lying there with the, with the homeless guy that the, the artist, Karelic, has put himself into this painting. And in the background, do you know what those buildings are? The Parliament buildings. So they're over in Gatineau across the Ottawa River and they're looking onto the parliament buildings. And the parliament buildings are all lit up and all kinds of business going on there in politics and all the hoi polloi, all the important people are over there. And Jesus and Mary are kind of in the middle of nowhere in very humble circumstances, right? Why are we making such a big deal out of this? Well, I want you to watch this video and then we'll follow up after that. Tears are falling, hearts are breaking, how we need to hear from God. You've been promised. I will. 
Kind of a strange way for a king to be born. Instead of kicking in the front door at Christmas time, Jesus kind of sneaks in the back window because he's after our hearts. He's not after, like, oh, look at me, I'm the greatest, I'm on the f- cover of every magazine, blah, 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 this year. No. Jesus comes in the back window and says, hey, follow me. Are you tired? Are you burned out on religion? Are you frustrated with trying to get to God on your, own, on your own strength? Come follow me. I'll show you how to take a real rest. I'll, I'll show you what it means to be God with us. Jesus is the rightful king of the world because he made it. Now, when people decided to go their own way, um, they put themselves um, under, under a curse, And there was a promise that they'd be set free from that curse. Um, And the the angels announced it when they said, Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. Um, This announcement is like Jesus has come to break the power of that curse and set people free. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, the Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Has anybody ever read that book? Anybody seen the movie? Okay. The book is way better than the movie. But if you only have time for the movie, watch the movie this Christmas, and I'll tell you why. It tells a powerful story about why Jesus came to planet Earth. In that story... There is an evil witch who has cast a spell over this imaginary kingdom of Narnia. And the only way for that curse to be broken is if Aslan, the lion who represents Jesus in the story, 
comes and voluntarily dies so that the power of that curse can be broken. And it goes on from there. You should really watch the story. Or read the book, yeah. Yeah, read the book and tell me what you think is better. Uh, Yeah, well, start with one, I agree. And then once you start with one, you won't be able to stop. But the reason I'm saying this is that it's such good news. I mean, we celebrate Christmas and we don't really understand the deeper meaning of Christmas is that the creator of this planet loves us so much, he doesn't want us to live alone and messed up. And the problem with curses, there's that when we disobey God, we bring a curse upon ourselves. It's sort of like when moms and dads tell kids, do you want a consequence? No, it generally means, uh-oh, something bad's going to happen. You've got a choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing. And human beings, we have a tendency to go our own way and do the wrong thing. And that messes up everything. So we put ourselves under a curse. But Jesus came to break the power of that. To break the power of that. And that's really good news. And that's why we get so happy at Christmas time. We're going to close this uh, service by singing Joy to the World. And uh, it's, a, it's a familiar song, but... Uh, There's one verse in this carol we don't sing a lot, and I wanted us specifically to sing it today, and and here's why. Uh, I need everybody to stand up, please. We're going to do some actions to this song. And the band is just about to sing it, so if you're the musicians, come on up. We're just about to sing this song, okay? Because I want to respect our time here this morning. But this is what this song... now, Now remember, the earth is under a curse... Because people want to do their own thing, they disobey God, and they do their own thing. And when there's no rules, oh my goodness, just chaos breaks out, right? Things get really nasty. I once took my boys to a game where there were going to be no referees, and we had to cancel the game, the hockey game. And then we found out the game was back on. The referees showed up, and we went back on, and it was absolute chaos anyway. Most horrible hockey game I've ever been to. And it took every stable adult to, you know, get those 15-year-olds safely out of the arena that day. Good advertising for mining hockey. But anyway, that was an aberration. But when we are left to our own devices, it's chaos. But if we follow life God's way, there's peace and joy. and, And it's like kind of Christmas every day. Here's this, here's this third verse. No more let sins and sorrows grow, grow, nor thorns infest the ground. He comes to make his blessings flow far as the curse is found. Now, everybody stretch out your arms. How big is God's love for the world? How big? How big? How many people can God hug? Get your arms out really wide. Okay, stretch them. Okay, that's as far as the curse is found all over. Now, stretch your arms one inch wider. Really stretch. That's how far his blessings flow. Far as the curse is found. Do you get it? As wide as that curse goes, God's blessings go even farther than that. And that is joy to the world, friends. That's joy to the world. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you live in person Sundays at 10 a.m. For more information, please visit us at www.kokona.org.